Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Thriving Lives podcast or our weekly Zoom call. Um, Renee, Happy New Year. Um, to happy all the that are on the call as well, Happy New Year. Renee, what would you do for New Year's? <laughs> well, uh, I went to bed. What? Did you make it to midnight? No. I watched, um, I started watching Suits on Netflix. We did too. We're about three, three seasons into it already. Okay. I'm like eight episodes into it. Um, so yeah, my parents had friends over and I literally just shut myself in my room and turned my sound machine on and went to bed like a five-year-old. I was going to say um, like, like an eight-year-old would. <laughs> yeah. So I'm either, um. I'm either two or I'm 62. I'm actually not 26. Um, so yeah, I was asleep and then that's about all. Well, that's good. I mean, at least you came into uh, the new year well rested and not hung over. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not an option. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What'd I mean, you do? Uh, we went to Fogo to chill. Oh, nice. Um, we didn't have Lola. We got to drop her off with Nicole's mom. So we actually went and got a massage at 3 p.m. Worst massage <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know it was possible to have this bad a massage <laughs> both of us it was it was terrible i won't go into too much detail i mean i guess a massage is better than no massage but in this <laughs> in this particular situation i don't think that um i don't think that's the case i think no massage would have been better than a massage in the situation um it was it was that that awful i won't even name drop where it was just because i don't want them to go out of business because i would feel bad for them but <laughs> they, they will on their own in this situation uh, it was actually a gift card that was given to us, and then we just paid the, the rest of the difference. But it was terrible. Um, so all it did was when I left there, I booked an actual massage. <laughs> um, it was crazy bad. But um, like like to the point where what the masseuse did or the massage therapist did on one side did different things on the other side. Like my left leg got a different treatment than my right leg. <laughs> um or lack thereof it was it was the it was the most confusing hour of my life <laughs> and it was a couple's massage and nicole essentially got the same weird massage as well but so uh anyway i digress so that that's how we started off new year's um and then yeah we went to fogo to chow and then i think we made it to like 10 after midnight and then fell asleep so it was perfect nice got to sleep with no responsibilities no baby at the house and then uh yeah now we're now we're into it now we're into the, to the new year um, yeah Anyway, though, enough about us chatting and um, hearing about my massage and whatnot. Um, today, we are talking about how to get the most out of TLF. I figured this is going to be a good topic for, you know, we're all, you know, some of us just need a refresher. We've been in a TLF or, you know, into to making these lifestyle changes for quite some time now. Or, you know, maybe you're brand new to TLF or you're brand new to making these lifestyle changes. I figure either one. Um, it's a good time to talk about how to get the most out of this. You know, if you're here you're paying some sort of money from it. And, you know, obviously the world ain't cheap right now. So if we're doing something, we're putting money into something, um, let's get the most out of it. And then on top of that, we're all here, you know, for different health things. Maybe it's it's because we want to look better. We want to be more confident. Maybe we want to feel better. Maybe we want to improve our longevity and quality of life as we get older. Um, regardless, all of those are, are hugely important things that, that impact almost every realm of your life. Um, so if you're here, there's a big reason why you're here as well. So let's, let's figure out how we can get the absolute most out of what we're doing with thriving lives in your time here. Um, so first and foremost, we don't need to talk about this a whole lot because we talk about it every single week, but you know, you probably know the, the next thing I'm going to say, but that is check-ins and check -ins. 
check-ins and communication. Um, Renee can probably finish that sentence for me, but, um, but again, we don't need to go into it super bad, but the biggest predictor to your success is checking in. Um, no matter where you're at, no matter how good or bad your weeks are going, if you're not checking in, you're not going to be making the progress that you want to make. Um, um, yeah. I'll kind of add to that too. So even with the check-ins too, it's always good to like reach out if you feel like it, you need a phone call or anything. Um, like I had a client that we had a phone call and we were just able to, like I keep up with her life, either we'll text or check-ins um, both, but to be able to, regroup on a call and to then get like both of our priorities straight um it's just made a world of a difference between how she can react and how i can coach um so just know those are always options too if you ever need more we can always tap on a quick phone call yes yes and and though there's a messaging portal there and the the training app um Texas as well. You know, you, we're, we're going to see those quicker than what we might see in the training app anyway with it. Obviously, don't abuse that, but I've never really had anybody abuse that anyway. So it just comes down to if you need something, if you're struggling with something, do not struggle in silence. Um, and it might not even be a struggle. It might just literally be a question. Hey, why do I do this instead of this? Because the more clarity you have and understanding about why you're doing something, the easier it is to continue doing. Um, and then again, when you're not with Renee and I, you're not with Thriving Lives, you have have the the tools and the skills and the knowledge and the education that you need to have six years from now and 26 years from now. Um, so ask those questions and things of that nature so we can definitely direct you. But so that's on the communication side. Now, I don't want to harp too much on communication and check-ins because I do that every single week. I'll probably do it next week and the week after. So let's get into kind of the next thing. So one of the things that uh, Renee and I worked hard on over this fall, um, I've always, I've never liked any of my client success guides. And finally, we have one that I think this is this this one hit home pretty well. Um, I actually paid one of my close friends to help design it and make the the layout actually look pretty with it instead of the old PowerPoints and <laughs> I used to use that looked like it was a uh, a misguided high school project. <laughs> the information was good, but the the look to it and the feel to it was not so good. So the client success guide, um, if you're relatively new within the last month or so, you've got this new client success guide. If you were an older client, you did not get this when you signed up. You got a different version of it. However, I have sent it out individually to every client. I've also posted it a handful of times at this point into the uh, the community group on the training app. If you don't have this and you're listening now on the call, or you listen, um, you know, on, on the on the podcast version of this, and you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't have that new uh, client success guide. Reach out to Renee or I, and we will send that over to you because. That is one of the one of the things we're talking about right now about how to get the most out of TLF. Um, so I'm not going to dive into into it deeply. Um, I did ask before we started the 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 the, the Zoom call here. Um, Lindsay's on here. She's a relatively new client. I asked her when she um, first signed up, did she read through this? And she said that after her kids went to sleep, she read through it all um, in just one sitting with it. One of the things that that you know I'm fearful of when I provide when when Renee and I pro provide all this information is not overwhelming and confusing and adding more questions than maybe what you would have had to begin with. Um, but Lindsay said that no, it all it all made sense. It provided the clarity that you know that that, that she needed, whether she knew it or not, um, and it didn't create any more questions. It was just very clear. So that was that was good feedback. Um, that's essentially the feedback I've gotten from everybody else that's given me feedback. Um, things too you can go in and like screenshot a certain page if you feel like that information is like hitting home with you um yeah. you can always screenshot it and then just refer back to it 
uh, either like put it like a TLF folder on your phone. That's something that I did um, throughout some of my coaching experiences is if I've made like a album on my phone of photos and I'll put all my progress photos in there and I'll put in like any um, like little tidbits of information like this success guide. I would put it in that album too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You j- j- just screenshots of that. I mean, you can, you can, I think you can save files on your phone, but just saving as a screenshot is, is very efficient. Like you said, then you can go back and review it pretty quickly. And there's even on page four of this more information about the importance of communication and check-ins. If you guys need more of that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway though, no. So, so yeah, like Renee said, definitely take screenshots of it. I would also to, to extend on, on what she just said, um, you know, your, your nutrition plan, your supplements page, things like that, take screenshots of all that stuff. So that way you're not having to, you know, what if you can't get on Wi-Fi and you can't get your app open, you can't get to the diet plan or it's not pulling up or like what's happened in the past couple of months, randomly things will disappear. Like nutrition plans are just not on somebody's app. And they're like, Hey, what I, my diet's not on here. So take screenshots of it when I first send it to you, that way you have it. Um, to refer back to efficiently, quickly, easily. Um, you know, you can also print this stuff off as well. You know, some people are very visual. They need their nutrition plan on their fridge. They might want to have this in their actual physical, you know, hands, a copy of it. Um, so save that PDF and go print it off as well. But so, um, again, I, am not going to go into to depth about everything that's within this thing right here. Um, but you know, here's a little glossary um, when you when you get this as well. So here's what we're where to find um, on page three is what to do next. So when you sign up, it gives you all the steps that you should be doing on what to do next. One of the things that I always find funny on this is one of the the things and what to do next is to add Renee and I on social media or to ask to join the the Thriving Lives Fitness uh, Facebook group. And so when a new client joins and did not do that, I can only assume that they did not actually read the client success guide which is a bummer because it's actually going to help you be the most successful possible. Um, but so I always find that a little bit funny. That's on, on, that's one of the reasons why I even put that in there. And so that I could see if you actually read through it or not. Um, um, on that page two, the notification. So it says, make sure you keep the notifications turned on during the setup process, but you should always have your notifications on as well, like throughout the whole thing. Cause that's when a lot of times that we'll message you back from your check-in and give you a lot of, stuff in that and so a lot of times we'll ask questions in your check-in response and so without having the notifications on you may not know we're responding and that's where we're doing a lot of our coaching yeah and, and if we're if we ask a question that's pertinent to a change that we may or may not be making if you don't get back to us with that that question until tuesday afternoon well now we're just it's not a, it's not a week lost, but it's a change that could have been made to help you get to your result faster. Or maybe it was, you know, something that could have just made you feel better at the time as well. Um, but yeah, make sure your notif- notification turn on because that is part of that what to do next as well. Um, but, but page number four is exactly what we're talking about, how to get the most out of TLF. Um, number five or page five is hierarchy of needs. Number eight is your nutrition plan and how to, you know, read through that and navigate that. Um, page number nine, that's a big one. That's how to track your macros. Um, again, not without, you know, trying not to be too convoluted and confusing, but there is a way here. Um, it's pretty straightforward in terms of setting up your, my fitness pal of what macros even are, and then how to log your food, how to do it correctly, accurately, and what you're kind of looking for on that. Um, yeah. Food conversions. Food, Food conversions. Exactly. 
Um, there's another whole page on here. You know, think of this as kind of like a Q and A. It's the common struggles. You know, we all are going to struggle in some way, shape, or form. This goes over a lot of those. Um, it's funny because usually the answers to pretty much any of those struggles are to communicate with your coach. Again, using all the tools that we're going to be talking about today and that, already, that we've already talked about are are you going to be useful and in, in, in your successful as well. But always communicate though. But um, so that's the client success guide. So if you don't have that, let us know. Talks about workouts too. Um, so just a whole bunch of stuff, but it's, it's always look over again too. all the components that we're talking about. Cause like the struggle side of things, that's about your mindset, the workouts, obviously about your workouts, nutrition's about your nutrition. So every X aspect of what we're doing together as part of TLF is covered there succinctly, not too wordy because I'm bad about that. So Renee's with Renee's help, we got that down, um, to being pretty straight line for it. Um, I think our first draft, I had like 40 pages in it. <laughs> so wordy with things. But um, anyway, though, so, so that's the client success guide. Anything else you want to add with the client success guide, Renee? Mm, no, just use it, I would say. Use it, read like, it. In all honesty, yeah. it's such a good tool. Yeah. Plus, we took the time to do it. So please, <laughs> please use it. Um, uh, the uh, the other, other component. So we did this earlier on this year, uh, TLK. So now this is a part of everybody's program. Um, now, this one is about hundred pages, but it's not of reading material. It is a uh, TLK Thrive Lime's Kitchen is your efficient, you know, macro friendly cookbook, meal planner, whatever you want to call it. Um, there are a ton of different breakfast options, um, lunch options, dinner options, snack options. Um, each of those options are number one, they're going to be tasty. Number two, they're not crazy in-depth recipes that require 20 different ingredients that are going to require you to go to the store to get you know, two tablespoons of something. And now you just have it sitting in your fridge. Like it's things that you should have on hand. It's taking your normal meal prep food, chicken, rice, you know, what, uh, what of your proteins or your, your veggies are and stuff like that. And it's turning them into how, you know, how you can take those meals or take those food items and turn them into multiple different meals. Um, so that you now have more variety in your, in, in your, your nutrition. Um, there's also low, moderate and high carb options on most of those. There's even some low fat options on those as well. So and you, to clarify that yeah. doesn't just because it says moderate carb, one client's moderate carb day is probably very different from the next client's moderate carb day. So that's just our take on low, moderate and high for options. that given for that given meal. Exactly. Correct. Yes. That, yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. So, so yes, it might say moderate carb day, but your moderate carb day for your lunch, it might only have 30 grams of carbs, but for that meal, it might have 45 grams of carbs or whatever the case is. But it should give you, you know, with that, it, it should be easily applicable though to your nutrition plan in terms of you can see what the low, moderate, high is. And then so you just make an adjustment on the quantities of what it is that you're using for that. To um, match to your meal. Plan. Yes, exactly. Or maybe- Maybe you want to do whatever you're going to do for dinner based off of that, that Thrive Lamps kitchen plan. And so then, but you're going to keep the rest of your, your meals the same as your nutrition plan that we've built out for you. But that dinner meal that you chose is higher carb. And now you need to go cut some rice or some rice cakes or some fruit or whatever out of your, your other meals from that day. So you can make room for it. Again, tracking your macros is one of the best ways to do this. And again, if you use the client success guide, you're going to learn how to track your macros. So it all goes hand in hand, almost like it was intentional. Um, um, talking about the TLK while we're on that, yeah. I had a client text me about a question on 
smoothies. Can we throw that in there now? Yeah. Okay, cool. So she asked what protein do we use? What flavors do we use? Some recipes. So um, I mix it up. So yeah, protein powder. Um, So I think a lot of clients have questions on this too. So I'll just sum it up really quick. I use whey isolate protein, which is going to be more pure, less dairy, and just, in my opinion, cleaner ingredients. Um, And it generally tends to have more protein content in it as well. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. And if you're sensitive to dairy, the the isolate's going to be a little bit easier on your digestion than just a normal whey would be. um, Also, when you're looking at the meal plan and where it says like X number of grams of protein per protein shake, some like, just because we say two scoops, be be careful on that because some protein powder scoops for only 25 grams, whereas maybe our two scoops on the meal plan is 50 grams. So just that's where reading the labels comes in handy on both of that. But as far as like flavors go for smoothies, there are some smoothies in that little Thriving Life's Kitchen thing. Um, but a lot of times, like lately, I've been doing yogurt, vanilla yogurt with the strawberries, bananas, and then vanilla protein powder. Um, sometimes I'll do chocolate with blueberries and chia seeds um, for my protein i only really stick to chocolate and vanilla personally i have a salted caramel one that i'll put in coffee as well um my dad does chocolate with berries and spinach and chia seeds and all the other things um so every brand's gonna have different flavors um so it's just kind of messing around with what works best for you yeah yeah um and, and so so what renee said as well is that she uses one up um which is a supplement company. I usually will use myprotein.com. Um, it's it's a company based out of Europe, um, but they have a, a US headquarters as well for it. Um, I've, I've used that same protein for about a decade or so. Um, I've always really liked it. I think it's pretty cost effective. Um, they have like an 11 pound bag of protein that I usually get, which is like 200 servings worth. Um so for me, it's about a hundred servings worth, but regardless, they usually have pretty damn good deals. Like right now they probably have like a 40% off deal. So you can get it fairly, fairly, um, um, you know, price friendly. And then, um, they have a ton of flavors as well. I've liked all those. Uh, but again, th- when it comes down to flavors and things of that nature, it comes down to your personal preference. Another thing that I, since we're asking about that as well, I have, a, um, I always, I don't always, but I frequently get this question is, um, do I have to use your protein that's that's on the nutrition plan? And the answer to that is no. If you have a protein that you currently like, that you've always enjoyed, that your go-to is, like we don't want to work against you with this. We don't want you to have to change everything about your life and everything that you're doing, especially the good things that you're doing. So if you have a protein that that you've been, you know, using for a long time, you really like it, fantastic. Now, um, there could be a quality issue with that. You know, if you're getting your protein powder from from maybe Walmart and it's a lower quality protein versus a higher quality protein, that could be causing gas. It could be causing digestive issues and things of that nature. It might not be as bioavailable and things of that nature. So, you know, the protein powders that the Renee and I use, um, we don't just randomly pick those. Like they're ones that we've used that, that have been, you know, tested wise and whatnot. And we like the reviews and all those things. Um, but again, you don't have to use the exact supplements that we have as well. The other one I use a lot is um, New Ethics. 
Um, and that one's usually more for if we have actual specific gut health issues and things of that nature, I'll recommend out new ethics products as well. Um, one second real quick here. Kaylee said avocado is good to put in smoothies, makes it creamy and can't really taste it if you don't like avocado. Um, good, good addition there, Kaylee. I do have some people sometimes that say I don't like avocados. Um, I always want my clients to be able to have avocados unless they absolutely hate them just because great source of fat and a great source of fiber as well. Um, I mean, bowel movements are going to be much healthier and, and, and consistent when you have an avocado, you know, a day. Um, so if you have that within your macros, then fantastic. But yeah, tossing it into a, a smoothie like that, avocados have a pretty, you know, mild taste as well. So if you're mixing that with protein powder, it'd be, it'd be good. Um, I now know too, I put my chia seeds in my protein because I cannot be bothered to drink chia seeds. Marcus, however, We'll just straight up drink them. You um, said you put so, them in your protein. Huh? You said you put them in your protein. Yeah, my protein shake and my smoothie. Well, I do that too. I just had chia seeds. No, you, you, you blended? I blend it like a smoothie. Like Got I do it. my fruit, my protein powder. You could do water and chia seeds. But, but if you don't have literally time, throw like, his chia seeds in water and protein powder. And I can't do that. Like I just, I can't. Just did it. Just did it. I uh, know you do. And I don't know how you do it. It's well, just a texture thing. I'm not going to drink. Well, I get that. I get the texture. But some people it works. So well, a lot of what I do as well, that this isn't necessarily right or wrong. It's just what works for me is, is efficiency as well. So like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, right now I had, you know, three or four minutes before this call started that I needed to get a protein shake. So I don't want to go blend it. What would I, would I prefer to be blended and, you know, blended up with, you know, frozen fruit, of course. Um, but um, efficiency is king as well. So that's why I like that as well. Um just in the, I didn't know there was a different option to the chia seeds, just in the water, not blended. Yeah, Josh, you can blend the chia seeds. You can also if you have that in your, like if you have fruit with yeah. powder. Yeah. And anyway, you could just blend the, the protein powder, you know, water, or almond milk with chia yeah. seeds as well. But again, in that situation, uh, to me, it's not necessarily needed to, uh, but like chia seeds, for instance, since we're on that topic as well, that's, that's, that's for a need. Nobody enjoys chia seeds. It's not like right. adding any flavor or anything else that is for the fiber benefit more than anything else is helping you keep you regular. So, uh, you know, some things that are on your nutrition plan, they're not there for enjoyment sake. Sure. They're there for your uh, a purpose. They're there to help keep your digestion on point and things of that nature. Uh, but but again, yeah, finding ways to mask it. You know, um, some people like to put it in their oatmeal. Some people like to put it in their yogurt. Some people I've had some people that put it on top of salads, which that to me sounds wild. But again, I'll put it like pumpkin out. seeds, and hemp yeah. seeds. On but chia, chia sounds weird too, though. Um, those are just like little balls, like the other seeds, they're like actual seeds. So I don't know. Uh, either way though, I mean, find what works for you. Trial and error is, is, is king with all of this stuff. Um, Kaylee uses psyllium husk instead of chia seeds. Um, I've used psy uh, psyllium husk as well. Um, and, and that's another good option if you don't have, you know, even though chia seeds don't have a ton of fat, I mean, they still have about eight or nine or 10 grams of fat for like two tablespoons worth. Um, so if you don't want to use up, you know, whatever that is like 15% of your daily intake of fat, just with the chia seeds that are there for your fiber intake, you can do psyllium husk, which is only fiber. There's no fat in that as well. Um, so that's another good option. Um, and, and those, there's more of those options as well. So in Thriving Lives Kitchen, you're going to have an entire list of different protein options, of different carb options, of different fat options, of different uh, fiber options as well. So go in there and look at that stuff. Um, you know, if you don't like psyllium husk, if you don't like chia seeds, but you need to get fiber in, we're shooting for 25 or 30 grams for most people, um, more if you have more calories than that, or if you need it. Um, 
go in there and look at different ways you can get fiber into your diet as well. It'd be good for you to know it. Uh, but so that's Thrive Life's Kitchen. Um, one other yeah. chapter that I'm really excited to add on there, I don't have it quite yet, is um, a, like a kid's version. So in terms of like you got kids and, and they're going, you know, you're sending them to school with a lunchbox. What do you put in that lunchbox? You know, how, how do we not keep, not make their meals boring, but they still get quality nutrients, quality protein and things of that nature in, in their in their diet, even if it's just that one meal a day. Renee, what were you going to say? Um, while we're on that food topic, you had a client ask a question about that rice thing. I've never heard of that. Um, oh, and the, uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to respond to that into, into the group. Was that what? Yeah. So, um, I've never had that rice, but I, my rice is chickpea, pea and lentil rice and it's protein and fiber. So that's why I do it. Um, opposed to just Jasmine on my personal preference, but I haven't heard of the Pharaoh rice. Shit. Shit. That sounds familiar. Um, let me just look at it really quick. So, okay, farro rice. I don't know exactly. I know it's a it's a green. I mean, it says ingredients is just organic white jasmine rice. So I don't know what the f- no. That's the no. That's that's, oh, that's the oh. That's the comparison rice. Oh, my bad. There's one above it. That's the farro. Okay, so yeah, farro I know is a grain. Um, to me, it kind of looks like a, like a brown rice type of thing. I've never actually had farro. I've seen it before. Um, macros are similar on it. It does have higher fiber, does have higher protein just because it has higher protein though. So, so that's just one thing to keep in mind. Is there more protein in that? Yes, there is, but that's not a quality protein source. That is a quality carb source. It just has a little bit more protein in it. What I do like about that more though, is that's going to be a, a lower glycemic index food, meaning it's not going to spike your insulin, like maybe a white rice might, at least not as much. And there's more fiber in that one though. So if you struggle getting fiber in, that farro would be a good option because it's got seven grams of fiber per serving versus white rice, which has like one. Um, again, coming back to the glycemic glycemic index and the the impact that that rice or those carbs are going to have on your your blood sugar and your insulin. Um, so that farro rice, and I'll make sure I go in there and comment afterwards, um, would definitely be a good option. So, so, but again, though, the way that Candy found that, I believe that's who sent that, the way that Candy found that was she's looking at the nutrition labels. She's comparing those things. And because of that, she's learning from that. She she knows to ask questions now. And so that stuff pays off. So so look into this stuff because um, you can find your new go-tos on your own. They don't have to be on your meal plan. We're just oh, getting, another adding the tools. Um, now I'm cutting you off this whole Zoom call. That's fine. Um, so the other thing about like getting the most out of it, TLF, um, I made a little group called Recipes to Thrive that everyone's added into as well that has different like you can go in and enter your own recipes in there um so the goal for it was a bunch of people to like enter in their own recipes and have it be a community of recipes um hasn't kicked off yet but it's there for whenever it does kick off hell yeah <laughs> what uh if i did more recipes again i just i'm just a creature of habit um when i when i first started thriving lives i was all about trying out all the different stuff and figuring it out but then Real life kicked I put in. a lot of mine on my Instagram highlights tab. Like yeah, that's where I put all of my stuff. So I guess I'm a um, hypocrite here for not adding it into the group. But since Renee just said that though, if you guys do follow Renee on Instagram, she has a highlights tab with all of her different recipes and things that she's created um, that we know that she's, you know, gluten-free. She, she eats very healthy, clean diet and also has variety in that as well. Not just the same thing all the time. Um, so definitely good to go check out. But, but again, I mean, there, 
you use TikTok, use Instagram, you're going to find so many other recipes as well. You don't just have to stick to what we have, but again, we are providing you guys quite a bit of that stuff. So that's a good one-stop shop to at least go find some good basics and then branch out from there. One of the downsides to following all these different accounts is, you know, analysis by paralysis, you have all these different things and you never try any of them. Um, so definitely start kind of working at that. Um, other other things though. So other ways to get the most out of TLF. So our training app, the the Trainerize Thrive Lines Fitness Training app. Um, they've added some new functions to it over the last couple of months or so. So now you can actually track your food in there. So you don't have to have My Fitness Pal or another food tracking app. You can track it right there in the app. Of course, you you know that your workouts are there, your nutrition plan is there. Um, is is while there are some issues with this app sometimes in terms of the messaging and some other things that might not always be perfect, it does provide you a one-stop shop for everything. It's very streamlined. It has every aspect of what we're working on together there in one place for you. Um, as so far as you... tracking workouts too, um, that's not for Marcus and I. Like We're not sitting there staring at those, wondering what weight you did, what rep you did. That is a tracking tool for you to be able to go in and see, oh, okay, this week I did six reps of 135. Yep. But then you can go in and track that so you're not forgetting what weight you did and how much you did. That's a way to progressively overload the weights you are doing. Um, so again, if you don't complete the workout, like don't if you don't mark as complete, that doesn't mean you didn't do it. Um, it just is a good way for you to track your own progress. And again, of course, we look at that, but like it's not, we're not, sitting there staring at it. We're, we're going much more off of what you tell us when it comes to what your workouts yes. were that week versus, and even same thing, even if you track your food there in the app, we're going more off of what you tell us versus exactly what you tracked in the app, just because there's, there's discrepancies there. Maybe you didn't do it every day. Maybe you didn't do every meal, whatever the case is. That's for you guys to track that stuff as well. But also to kind of go back to the workout side of things, if you, you know, I've got some people in here that do blush boot camp that do nine rounds that do, you know, um, do, you, you name it, CrossFit, whatever the case is, well, you're going to have a workout plan built out for you. But as long as you're finding enjoyment with the other exercise, you know, what, whatever ways that you, you like to stay active, if you like to work out at home and do workout videos, go for it. If you're being active, that's all we really care about. Now, there might be a time and a place where we ask you to tweak some things, to optimize some things. I might say, hey, stop doing the high intensity training classes because your cortisol levels are wrecked and we need to give your body more rest. Like there's time and there's a place to cut back on some of those things. But again, I'm, I don't want to work against you. So if you like doing those things, keep doing it. Know that you have your workout plan there for you. But the main thing is communicate it. So when you're checking in, communicate what you did that week. Um, you know, if you didn't log any of the workouts there, but you did all the workouts in the app, that's totally fine. Just tell me that, you know, tell us what you did that week for your exercise so that we know or lack thereof if you didn't work out. I do like the tracking food tool in my fitness pal. I think I have three clients that like take a picture of their food every time they eat it and they track it in there too. Um, like one of my clients the other day, there was a discrepancy on calories. And so I was able to go in there immediately and like look over it and see what was wrong to then figure out how to correct it for next time and then same with my fitness pal a lot of my clients link it so I can go in and see like oh well this is why we're not on the same level yeah um yep. so good tools definitely and again if you need help tracking that food find success guide has a good you know step-by-step -step process in terms of how, how to track your food correctly um 
So good stuff then. So then really, I mean, that, that's those are the main components. Obviously, the Zoom call is another one. We are here to answer questions every single week, no matter if we present a topic or not. It's a Q&A. We want you to get what you need out of this. So if you take the time to, to show up on the, on these on these Zoom calls, ask your questions away. Um, and if I'm not stopping talking, at least add it there in the in the comments. You guys are doing that as well. Um, so I appreciate that. But if you want to, you know, unmute yourself, then unmute yourself and and chat away with it. But these these calls are here for you guys as much as they are for whatever topic it is that we're talking about. So and to go, go back to old podcasts, like go yep. back and look through our like like on Spotify, go back and look and see what the topic name is and think like, oh, that maybe it's a good one to watch um, or to listen to, whatever you want to do. Because yeah, I think um, we're coming up close to like 50, 50 episodes over the last year, year plus. Um, so yeah, go back and listen to those different things. Now we will continue to touch on those same topics. That's why, you know, we talk about check-ins every single week and communication. But um, I think at this point, I've said it at least seven times, it's just this 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 podcast uh but um yeah so i mean go back and listen to those topics we will talk about them again but you know hearing um in the different ways that we've explained it sometimes it helps it kind of click the more you listen to it um again though i mean the more you can especially if you're new to this stuff if if your lifestyle is not that balanced you're you're, you're not crushing it yet the more you can just really dive in you know with just both feet you know head first whatever um and get the most out of this, then, you know, use all these different things. Cause I mean, if you just kind of half-ass it for the next six months, you might make some progress. You're, you're doing better than if you're doing absolutely nothing, but if you just dive in, I guarantee your life is going to be fully transformed. Your mindset is your, your confidence, whatever over the next handful of months. Um, um, with the workouts too, I have one client that sends me videos of her form and it's really helped her to then figure out like, you can just tell that when she sends them, she, cares about what she's doing, wants to improve her form. Yep. And at that time, I'm able to then go in and send her a message and tell her, oh, maybe tweak this or this looks great or just things like that. Um, so there's a lot of ways to get more out of TLF than just putting in your weight, putting in your progress pictures and answering 19 questions. Yep. So just think about that as a bigger picture as well. Um, every client I have, I would say I have a different relationship with. Some I check in with every day. Some I check in with once a week, some don't send me their check-in. So it just, it really depends, but what you put into it, Marcus and I are going to put into it as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. A hundred percent. Um, well said. Yeah. And, and yes, yes. I, I do like that you brought up the, you know, sending videos of you, you do an exercise as well, because, um, it's always much easier to see it and also for yourself. You know, you might even just be able to figure it out what the, what you're doing wrong just by seeing a video of yourself. I know a lot of people here probably don't want to record themselves, but again, you're, you're doing this for for your own benefit with it. Um, it's worth being a little bit uncomfortable recording yourself doing something so you can actually learn how to do it correctly. Um, you know, and you might not even know that you're doing something incorrectly as well. So, you know, once we start our, our lifestyles, you know, in-person training workout sessions up, uh, Renee and I, then um, that would be a good thing for you guys to utilize. We'll talk about that, not this this week, but in the, in the coming weeks. Um, you know, first and foremost, I saw a guy at the gym this morning doing dumbbell curls, seated dumbbell curls, and he's like just fully just throwing his arms up and down. Um, and, and, you know, that, that I want to go say something, but I'm also like – 
I don't want to be that person either. You know, that's, that's such an awkward thing. And, and, but that's the other thing too, is that he keeps people out of the gym is they don't want to be that person doing those awkward things as well. So even just one or two training sessions will help you do that. But on top of that, you know, just again, And watch, watch the videos on the training app. There are those that will show you what to do. But if you want to take that a step further, send us videos of you doing it. If you want to take it a step further, go watch YouTube videos of, people doing these workouts as well. Or even, you know, if you follow uh, Renee and I, I don't post them as much as what I used to. Maybe I can get back to that as well, but posting actual instructional videos on how to do things properly. Um, the other thing too, I would say with, so like, I'm sure it's the same for you, Marcus, when you see someone at the gym that's doing the form wrong, Marcus and I aren't sitting there like, oh my God, like they're so stupid, like laughing at them or judging them. It's definitely coming from a place in our heart of like, oh, their form could improve. Um, so just because Marcus pointed out someone doing bad form, don't take it as everyone's in the gym staring at you thinking that your form's terrible. Yeah. Um, because that's not the case. It's just uh, things that you notice. But again, Well, it, well, my, there's my, things people my do immediate weird thought, things. my immediate thought with him is that I love that he's in the gym I mean, he's in there early morning. It was like 6 a.m. on Wednesday, you know, the first Wednesday of the new year. And he might be in the gym all the time. It might've been his first day in the gym. I don't know, but I do know that he's working his ass off to get to the gym and make this happen. So I know that it would be awesome if he was doing that exercise correctly, how much more he's going to gain from doing that exercise correctly backing up all the effort that he's making to get to the gym as well. Um, like, like you said, Renee, it's, it's not hating on the dude. It's like, I, I, I wish that you could do that correctly though. So we could do that. And so what I mean by saying all that is take the extra step to, to watch the video that's on the training app. So you can see how to do it correctly or send, send questions. If you don't know if you're doing something correctly. And everyone starts somewhere too. Um, I tell a lot of my clients that like no one is perfect the first time. Um, I know I shared a funny video of myself doing horrendous form on a lap pull down a couple years ago. And it's really cool because now I have that video from two years ago and I'm like, wow, okay. Like I am 10 times better. And now I can like, you can just see your progress more when you have it captured. Um, so yeah. Definitely. Um, I think that's it in terms of things that, that we came to talk about. Renee, you got any other thoughts that you want to toss out? I feel like I've cut you off a million times tonight. So I you're doing great. You should do it more often. Um, I mean that. Um, anybody else? Questions? Um, questions, thoughts, struggles? Some of you here are just now getting started. Some of you have been here for a while. Um, anything you guys want to add to this? Again, no obligation. So I will say that I actually find it really helpful to be on the Zoom calls. And I know I've missed a lot lately, but when I do... Even if I don't like have a question about the topic, it kind of helps me refocus for the rest of the week. It is Wednesday, it's the middle of the week. It kind of helps me like, okay, keep being good. So Yeah. and like talking about everybody else and what everybody else is doing. So if you can be on the Zoom calls, you really should. Thanks. Thanks for the input, Kaylee. You're, I mean, I, I think you're right. Just the more things you can be involved in this, it just keeps everything more top of mind. It keeps you more in the right mindset. Whereas if you just close your eyes and don't do anything all week, except for the check-ins, it's very easy to get sidetracked or to not do anything um, or to miss that check-in. So I think you're right, Kaylee. Good job. Um, and I actually had two questions. So I'm getting ready to go on vacation to Arizona for 10 days. So my first question is, like, I want to work out while I'm on vacation, but I also want to be on vacation and have fun. So, like, what what's a good happy medium?
And then my second question is, I kind of looked at the gym that is in the hotel and it's like basically free weights, a treadmill and an elliptical. So not a lot going on. Yeah. 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 Not a ton of things. So, um, first and foremost, whenever I go on vacation, I, I, I love working out. So when, when I go on vacation to me, going to the gym and working out is only adds to my vacation. It almost feels like it takes away from it. If I'm not getting in a workout every now and then, not, not every day, but at least a couple of different days. And plus I love going to different gyms. So me personally, when I'm planning that trip, I'm also thinking, okay, I want to get into the gym at least a couple of times while I'm there. I like this gym. I think this one would be a cool gym to go check out. I love my bodybuilding style gym. So I want to go check those out. Um, so, so looking at other gyms nearby, you know, maybe ones that you can go visit as like part of what you're kind of doing on vacation as well, um, would be a good thing to do. Um, if you want to get out of the hotel one, um, not I everybody... really quick. Yeah. Um, I had a client that she notified me in advance that she was going out of town and only had dumbbells at her sister-in-law's house or whatever. So with her notifying me in time, she asked like, Hey, what can I do? Like, it was obvious that she wanted to continue working out. Um, so I made her dumbbell only workouts and put them in her plan. So again, just communicate that with your coach, um, and see if it's something that can be done in a, like a timely manner depends on obviously how far in advance you let us know. And, and, and that was my next thing as well, is that just knowing that you're going to be there, if you intend on, on doing so at least some workouts there at just that gym and not going offsite to an actual gym, um, then I can obviously go in there and add in some, some workouts for you as well. So you can go do those things. Um, but, but at the same time, you know, if you're on vacation, the other thing that I would do in a place like that in Arizona or Colorado or places like that is go on a hike. Like instead of just having a normal right. gym workout is just go be active outside. You're, you're getting out of Kansas city. You're going to go be in hot, you know, nice weather. So go enjoy that as well. Um, and, and that should also help if you're kind of planning some of those things as part of your vacation, um, you know, that should help curb some of the other choices that you're making. So a lot of people, when they go on vacation, they want to include alcohol with that. Well, if you're going to go on a nice long hike tomorrow morning, then you might be less inclined to drink the night before because of that. So then one positive choice is leading to another positive choice as well. Uh, but again, you know, when it comes to vacation, we'll work our asses off all, all year round, whether that's nutrition and workout wise or just you know, career and work-wise that we need that break. So it's vacation. Enjoy yourself on those vacations. Uh, but if you can get in some workouts, whether that's for the need by basis or just for the enjoyment basis, then obviously go for that as well. But, you know, um, the, to bounce off what, what Renee just said, if you want me to build out specific dumbbell workouts for you while you're there or whatever the case is, that's totally fine as well. I can easily go add those in before you leave. Um, when do you leave, Kaylee? the 12th. Oh, cool. So, so, so we have a little bit of time anyway, though, but, um, yeah, so, so I can definitely do that for you. I, any other questions about that trip? Nope. That was it. I was planning on like hiking and doing stuff like that. I just, I'm, I've been doing really good the last few weeks. So I just want to keep, keep going. going. Yeah. Good. I, I love that. I, and so again, showing up on the zoom call, kind of being more preemptive about this stuff and thinking ahead about what the next couple of weeks look like, it, it helps you make the right choices leading up to it, or at least set the right intentions versus not being intentional about it. And then just showing up and being like, well, I guess I didn't get a workout. So I love that you you've started building up good momentum again, coming into the new year. And now you want to keep that going. So I would definitely say, you know, to try to do that. And then food side of things, you didn't really ask about that, but 
be protein centric as best you can drink plenty of water, especially cause you're going to be in a, you know, you know, more uh, hot climate as well. Um, but water intake, prioritize protein, you know, try to make at least one, if not two meals a day, more for the nutrition and the fuel component. And then the other meal is more for the enjoyment uh, component. Just find a healthy balance while you're on vacation. Right. Not go totally off. They the have like breakfast. And so I was planning on, they have like eggs and fruit and yogurt and stuff like that. So I was planning on making sure at least breakfast was going to be spot on. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just start your day with at least that win, maybe that win plus a little workout. And then whatever you do the rest of the day, you at least got those two quality things done for yourself. And then you can feel good about it. Good questions, Kayla. Thank you. Anybody else? Questions, thoughts, struggles, ways that Thriving Lives can, uh, you can most out of Thriving Lives? Uh, just some motivation for everybody, you know, keep the momentum going and, um, you know, you're already a, ahead of the game. So keep it up, everybody. Appreciate that, Dexter. Thanks for being here, bud. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, happy new year. Happy first week. Um, you know, hopefully your check-in tomorrow is, is, is awesome. Um, but even if it's not awesome, just make sure you get that done and we'll, we'll keep moving forward. Um, thanks for being here tonight. And uh, Renee, you got anything else to add other than just laughing at me? Nope. Got to finish the call saying check-in. Exactly. We got to. All right, y'all have a good night. Thanks for being here. Bye.